When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm -mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. The following is a presentation of Learfield IMG College. Welcome to Duck Insider. Duck, Duck Insider. Insider. On the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Foot race. It's over, baby. Pressure. Hit. And now. Ball comes out. Did you think that was going? Oh, wait. No one. He's taking it to the house. Crossover to the bucket. 4-2. And Oregon wins it. The Ducks are Pac-12 champions. Goes inside. Right hand. With seven, three out top. is Duck Insider on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Presented by On Point Community Credit Union. Better banking, local solutions. Now, here's your host, Joey Mack. Thank you and welcome inside the Casanova Center. A lot to talk about today. It's the end of fall camp almost, but the Ducks did have some blue 
scout team jerseys on today at practice. That means they're getting ready for Auburn. Auburn just announced their starting quarterback for the season opener against the Ducks. We'll tell you about that in just a moment. Some of your Facebook comments and questions. Also, I'll keep an eye on Periscope as well as the Oregon Sports Network Twitter account. Very exciting stuff coming up tomorrow. Our Oregon football preseason special presented by Country Financial comes your way at 6 o'clock tomorrow night. 6 to 8. Two hours of me, Jerry, Jorgie, a couple of our buddies from 1080 The Fan up in Portland. You're going to hear from Oregon football players, Oregon football coaches. You're going to hear from the Auburn side of things. A full Oregon football season preview. It's all thanks to Country Financial, and it's coming your way tomorrow night on the Oregon football social media channels. You'll be able to watch it there. And then Our Faces for Radio will also be broadcast across the Oregon Sports Network as well from 6 to 8 tomorrow. Looking forward to it. Join us. And if you need more details, just let me know on Twitter at JoeyMacUO. Elsewhere today, as the Ducks were on the practice field starting to transition a bit toward Auburn, we heard from some defensive assistant coaches, including, but not limited to, Dante Williams. We'll hear from him in just a little while. Really good conversation with him talking about how his young group of corners are really some of the more veteran guys on the team as the starters, but then some freshmen that really pushed those veterans, like DJ James and Mikel Wright. We'll tell you a little bit more about those guys coming up in just a moment. Uh, Cat Mertz, head coach Oregon Soccer, will be our guest in a little while. The Ducks started off the season with an exhibition victory this past weekend against British Columbia. They will play on Thursday at Fresno State. Don't worry, everybody who knows Fresno knows that there's one place that you go to eat. It's called the Doghouse. It's got the best tri-tip in the world. I'm not kidding, and I make a good tri-tip myself. It's very good, and I know that they're going there. We're going to talk to her about that coming up. Elsewhere on the show, Ken Wilson, Oregon linebackers coach. Going to hear from him. Uh, Joe Salavea and Keith Hayward jumped in on a conversation with him, and we'll have that for you coming up in just a little while. Uh, I see somebody tuning in from Hampton, Virginia. That's awesome. Oregon 98 grad. That's uh, William who's tuning in. I appreciate that from all over the country. It truly is a uh, an international brand. Uh, Phil Knight was in attendance at practice today. Uh, Phil Knight is also always here in spirit. Um, he's got a very, very nice bobblehead. Those of you who got the bobbleheads, I think it was a Matthew Knight Arena giveaway, if I remember right. Uh, the Phil Knight bobbleheads are excellent, and he's always with us in uh in studio, and we'll have a, a little bit more to tell you about with that coming up in a little while. Uh, I do see uh, a few things uh, from Steven. Is Godux going to update men and women's rosters anytime soon? Um, yes. So here's what happens when there's all this news and social media and hoopla. I see all the same reports that you guys do, and I see also all the retweets because of NCAA rules with men's basketball, and, you know, it's, it's weird. Just, all right, bear with me. Um, yes. They will be updating the roster. Once the National Letter of Intents come in, then you can update your roster officially, and we can talk about it here on the show. Because of our connection with Oregon Athletics, we can't dive into recruiting. Um, that's something that would be an NCAA violation. So it just kind of is what it is. Um, so I can tell you that the rosters have really taken shape well for men's and women's basketball. I think that the coaches, judging from Mike Menega's tweet the Oregon basketball assistant coach a few days ago. Let's just say things are looking real good for men's and women's basketball. Uh, Micah Pittman, we talked about it yesterday. Coach Cristobal did confirm last night that Micah Pittman will miss six to eight weeks. The Oregon freshman receiver. Bad news for a guy who had a really, really good camp. Came down on his shoulder. He'll have a injury. 
he'll have an injury. He has an injury for the next six to eight weeks. The Ducks hoping that he'll be able to get back. He had a really good camp. I mean, we, you heard us talk about him quite a bit, um, both in the Quack Minute, on the show, everywhere, really. You've heard a lot of praise of Micah Pittman. He's going to come back, though. Uh, Coach Cristobal said, quote, Micah suffered a shoulder injury while making a diving catch during Saturday's scrimmage that will result in him missing the start of the 2019 season. He is a relentless competitor. And who will come back stronger and ready to compete this season. End quote. That's Coach Cristobal, a statement that he issued last night on the injury to freshman wide receiver Micah Pittman. He will miss six to eight weeks. Now, the good news for the Ducks on this front is that Jacob Breland was back in practice today. You heard me mention yesterday that it's not just the wide receiver position, I think, that's been a little dinged up. Brendan Schooler out. Uh, he's been out the last couple weeks, probably another month optimistically that Brendan Schooler will be out. Now Micah Pittman, J.R. Waters is also out as well. There were a couple uh, longtime walk-ons, not long-time, but veteran walk-ons for the Ducks that took their spots at practice today because – before the first game, you can have that roster at 105, so that means that you can kind of substitute guys in if there's injuries, and it's it's really a nice thing to have. Ducks had some of those guys out of practice today. More details in Rob Mosley's practice report on GoDucks.com, also in the Quack Minute coming your way on the Oregon football social media channels here shortly. But with all that in mind, you've had some receivers to that wide, or excuse me, injuries to that wide receiver core, but Jake Breland and Cam McCormick has, have also been nicked up for the Ducks. Those are your two starting tight ends. Guys that have played a lot of football, and it's been well documented, the connection that Justin Herbert has with Jacob Breland. Those two guys coming back, I think, helps a lot. It takes some of the pressure off of that young wide receiver core. Juwan Johnson, Johnny Johnson, Jalen Red, those are just a few names. Brian Addison that you figure have to be good for the Ducks and have to step up. But I think having Jake Breland back at practice today was really a good sign for the Ducks. You kind of get the air let out of you with an injury to a Micah Pittman, but then when a Jake Breland type guy, a veteran, comes back to practice, it felt like there was some energy around him today, and it was good to see him back out there. Uh, Jake Breland, you know, we should tell you, he actually interned with Oregon Sports Properties over the summer. So Jake Breland actually got to know what it was like on the sports sponsorship side of things. He came in and actually helped us when we were renovating the studio, he and Jake Hansen. So selfishly, I'm really rooting for him to have a big season. Uh, I'm pretty excited about the Jakes, as we called them, around the office, actually. They'd come into the studio, I'd be like, oh, it's up, Jakes? And then they'd just look at me like, yeah, I haven't heard that one before. Thanks, Joey. Yeah, well, you know, I'm, I'm not all that clever. So with all that in mind, gives you an idea of kind of where the Ducks are at. Transitioning away from fall camp, splitting practice about 50-50 now and getting ready for Auburn. Mentioned that Auburn has a starting quarterback. The Ducks will face Bo Nix as a starting quarterback for Auburn. That, ladies and gentlemen, is a true freshman who will be starting at quarterback for Auburn with all of AT&T Stadium and really the entire college football world watching. I feel like that usually goes one of two ways. Either that true freshman comes in and is the next greatest thing to ever happen, or he's not. And we'll see which one of those outcomes it is for Bo Nix. But, yeah, it's going to be a true freshman who will start against the Ducks. So we'll see what happens. I don't know too much about him. That's what I'm going to be doing over the next week is starting to really get to know those Auburn Tigers that have a veteran group in the trenches, both on the offensive and defensive line. Many people rate their defensive line as the best position group in the country. Not just at defensive line, but maybe the best position group in the country. They've played a lot of football, and they've got a lot of sacks and a lot of tackles for loss to tell you they're pretty darn good. 
A few other things that I want to talk about at the beginning of the show before we hear from some of the assistant coaches talking about some interviews here in a moment. Shane Lemieux and Calvin Throckmorton today, first team preseason All-Americans, according to the Associated Press. The offensive line group is really darn good for this Oregon team, and those preseason accolades certainly show you that there's a lot of respect for those guys around the country. Not much else really happened at practice today. Kind of a shift of gears practice toward the getting ready for Auburn and also the finishing up fall camp, starting to see some of those scout teams take place. Coach Cristobal will next talk with the media on Friday, and I think that's when you'll get a real idea and get some real confirmation of where he's thinking certain guys are going to go, which guys are going to end up on the scout team, which guys may end up playing this year as well. But remember, with that four-game rule now that's in effect in college football, freshmen can play four games and still keep a red shirt. So that means that you might see some guys get evaluated into week one, week two, week three, maybe even week four against Stanford. But when you open up conference games, I think you want to know what's solidified. But it gives you a lot more flexibility. I love that rule. I'm a huge, huge fan of that rule. Well, we got a lot of Willamette Valley Cancer Institute assistant coaches interviews coming your way. Going to take a quick timeout. Come back. We'll hear from Ken Wilson, Dante Williams, Joe Salovea, Keith Hayward, basically the entire defensive side of the ball apart from the defensive coordinator, Andy Avalos. We're going to hear from them when we come back. I'm Joey Max. Stick with us. Phil Knight was at practice today, and he's always here in the studio in bobblehead form. Back after this on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Somebody gonna tell you what can be done. For all that you've done. Somebody gonna tell you. And for all that you're going to do. On Point is here with the banking, lending, and advice to make your dreams possible. That means easy access to your money at the branch or on the go because you've got a whole lot of life to live. And On Point keeps you moving. So join in. Federally insured by NCUA. Equal opportunity lender. The game clock is winding down, and so is that plate of piping hot steak nachos. Your eyes are on the last play, but they're also on that last chip, piled high with succulent steak, lending its deep flavor to all the fixins. Just as you reach in, so does your buddy. Game on. Beef, it's what's for dinner. Brought to you by the ranchers and farmers of Oregon and the Beef Checkoff. This is Duck Insider. Duck Insider on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. I get it. Your desk has been there for you. Holding up your computer, your unused stapler, and that plant you forgot to water. But maybe it's time to leave your desk and spend your lunch break volunteering with Meals on Wheels. Doing Meals on Wheels for me is the joy that I look for at the end of my week. I'll come to the door with one meal and I'll walk away with a full heart. Drop off a warm meal and get more than you expect. Volunteer at americaletsdolunch.org. That's americaletsdolunch.org. Brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. To protect his home and family from disaster, Steve used courage, wisdom, and... His camera phone. That should do it. Way to go, Steve. By simply taking digital pictures of his family's important documents, Steve can always have them stored safely online, no matter when disaster strikes. Learn other simple ways to protect your home and family before a natural disaster at ready.gov. That's ready.gov. A message from FEMA and the Ad Council.
We're back on Duck Insider, presented by On Point Community Credit Union. Joey Mack here with you. You can find me on Twitter at Joey Mack UO. Give us a follow, Oregon Sports Network on Twitter as well. Search for Oregon Sports Network. Our preseason special for Oregon football is coming your way tomorrow, 6 to 8 o'clock, across the Oregon Sports Network, and also we'll have it for you on the Oregon football social media channels. It'll be just like Duck Insider. You can watch on Facebook Live via the Oregon football page rather than just via the Go Ducks page. And we'll also have it for you on the Oregon football Twitter and Periscope as well. Just all kinds of social media. It's just the way that things are in today's landscape. Well, we went through some of the news of today. A few big, big time uh, honors for Shane Lemieux and Calvin Throckmorton being first team AP preseason All-Americans. Micah Pittman will miss six to eight weeks. Ducks needing some wide receivers to step up and show that depth at that position, I think. A few guys that will probably step up, and we'll hear from Jovan Bonite. He is the Ducks wide receivers coach on the show tomorrow. But we're going to focus on the defensive side of the ball today. Let's start with Ken Wilson, the Oregon linebackers coach, who talked with the media today about the progress of his group, and I think we're starting to see that depth show, not just at inside linebacker, but at outside linebacker as well. Ken Wilson talked with the media after practice just a little while ago to you. You said you felt good about three guys in Samson, New, and Isaac, and you're looking for three more. I mean, feel more at ease with those other guys? Well, we still got we still got a ways to go. Uh, MJ Cunningham, Jimon uh, for Drew Mathis, Nate Hukalani. I mean, there's some guys doing some good things. Nick Weeby did a couple things. So uh, we're just still playing. We're playing hard, practicing hard, uh, you know, still worried about us. And and uh, they still got some time to, to get better, but it's, we're running out of it. So the urgency's picking up out there. What will make you feel comfortable where are you looking to see or or, or, or yeah i think over? uh i think assignment wise you got to know all your all your reads all your keys you got to play hard and you got to work well with the guys next to you so when they'll communicate and line up and and play and be in the right spots that's when we'll we'll put them out there more when you take where the group is now and you look forward to this auburn game are they going to be ready in time with you projecting it forward like not from now that seems like a lifetime away right yeah. now. I mean, I'm just worried about tomorrow's practice, getting them ready for that. So um, if they keep working as hard as they're working, we'll be ready for the season. But uh, right now we're just worried about tomorrow's practice. Well, you mentioned you are running out of days to worry about you. you yeah, guys. so so they got to take the urgency, and we take the urgency. And, you know, every practice has got to be the be their best practice now, and it, and it has been the whole fall. So I think, uh, you know, as, as you get into it, there's a little bit more urgency, but they just got to get better and better, get in better shape, and everything will work out well for us. Do you feel now comfortable in where you're at, your office, your school, or do you have an adjustment period through this camp too? Well, I think we're all adjusting to each other, but we've been here, you know, it seems like a long time now. We've been through a lot of practices together and knew most of the guys here, so it's exciting. You know, we're well prepared. Coach uh, Cristobal and the staff that we do a lot of preparation in the summer so it's been great yeah as far as that goes in terms of learning the scheme that they want to do and you I mean, obviously when andy comes in too so you got a whole new scheme coming in and that help too kind of having a new coordinator can, can yeah i mean i think i think we're, we're working towards all the things that we want to do th- throughout the season now you know as we go we see what we like and what we don't like and uh, you know andy's got a, a good leadership uh, quality there and i think the players are coming to us on the on the effort and, and what they got to do in the scheme and and uh, you know we just got to get better each day that's Ken Wilson. He's the Oregon linebackers coach talking about what the Ducks are getting ready for over the next week with that linebacker group. Talking about that linebacker group for just a moment, you, you know what you have with Troy Dye. I think now we're starting to see that the Ducks know what they have with Isaac Slade Montautia. Really quiet guy, uh, just as a leader by example type figure, and he's been all over the field in fall camp. And I think 
at the outside linebacker position, too, you're seeing some guys develop. I was really impressed with the way that Mace Funa played at the stud position, actually, and the way that the Ducks have broken that up. Ken Wilson is coaching linebackers, and then Andy Avalos, the Duck defensive coordinator, is coaching that stud position. The linebackers for Oregon, I feel like, are very deep this year. Samson New is a guy who the Ducks feel really confident that he can step in. It's been really interesting to see that depth develop, I think, in fall camp. And again, not just an inside linebacker, but an outside linebacker as well. Lamar Winston's been a veteran for this team. Good pass rusher, a guy that just gets after it. And I think you got a lot of those type of guys in that linebacker room right now. And you're going to need depth at those spots because you know that over the course of a season, it's the deepest teams. I keep saying it. It seems like this is the year where Oregon's got the depth. And it's the deepest teams at the end of the year that usually end up winning at the end of the season. Dante Williams, the Oregon cornerback coach, a little bit of a different room for him. Less veterans, less seniors. In fact, no seniors. Thomas Graham's the oldest guy in the room, and I think he barely turned 20 years old. But he's played a lot of football, and Thomas Graham is a junior, certainly leading the way for that group. I talked with Ken Wilson about his leadership. And then also a guy we've heard an awful lot about is DJ James. He's a second-team cornerback. He's been playing behind Diamador Lenore at that boundary spot. Really talented. And garners a lot of praise and it's not when reporters or people like me are are asking about it it's more just volunteered that dj james has been really really good with all that in mind uh, it's a couple veterans and then it's a couple freshmen and they're pretty darn talented dante williams talked with the oregon cornerbacks coach just a little while ago after practice starting to transition a little bit towards prepping for Auburn now, it looks like. Yes, yes. Uh, so we're splitting the practice in half, half Auburn, half, you know, still good on good, us against us. So practice split in half, but it was a fun, energetic practice. We talked about Thomas uh, last time we spoke with you and just his leadership. But how much have you seen from him over the course of fall camp and just that leadership aspect? Uh, it's not just Thomas. I mean, that's the, you know, the good thing. We've got a lot of guys back there that even though they're young, they played a lot of football. So, I mean, leadership by committee. A lot of those guys are leading the right way, and they're doing things the right way, and they will continue to progress and do things the right way. DJ James uh, coming up as a freshman. Uh, what have you made of him this fall camp? Uh, I mean, just like all freshmen, he's had some great days, and he has some so-so days. But that's the biggest thing. You get used when you get to this level. Everybody on the team is good. You know, they're all on scholarship, or they're all here for a reason. And since they're all here for a reason, it's no playoff ever. And the way that we practice is never going to be a dull moment where you get a chance to stand around. So if it is like a little walkthrough, it's still so high mental that it's, you're not off. You're still going at full tilt. What's Trick Wes's role right now? Is he with you? Is he safeties? Where do you kind of see him uh, coming in? Right now, you know, he's with the corners right now, but he's been back and forth. So he's definitely a guy that can help us as a safety and as a corner. And, you know, he's just picking up the defense and getting more, you know, adapted to being a DB. Andy said when he first went over there, it was out of necessity. You were low on bodies over there. But what did you see during a couple of days there that made you say, hey, maybe let's keep him here a little bit? I mean, it's, it's hard to find guys that big that can move and, you know, what they feed. And once he uses his length, what God gave him, those long levers, he puts his hand on people and he's taking them out of bounds. And, you know, that's a hard guy to throw the ball over when it's covered two and it's a big body. It's hard for, you know, a receiver to block him. You got most DBs nowadays when the receivers block him, they're so much bigger. You see Bridges out there, he's bigger than all the wide receivers. So, I mean, he's, he's good out there at corner. And in a group with a lot of guys in his class there, I mean, you've got a few true and redshirt freshmen out there. So Yeah, I mean, there's a couple guys out there, and they're all battling. They're all getting better, and, you know, they're going to continue to progress. But the good thing is that they got two guys that are juniors that's played a lot of football. So they're, they're getting led the right way, and, you know, we got some safeties that have been around for a minute. So a lot of those guys are progressing a lot faster because it's not just – 
Coach Hayward, myself, or Coach Avalos, or any other coach coaching them, is the fact that some of the players could actually coach the players. And DJ keeps coming along. Yes, yes, yeah, he's doing a good job. Was I mean, guys playing seven at seven, or guys playing all star games against bigger competition. But in high school, I mean, he was at a you know he was at a small school. Right, I mean, right. the competition's a lot different even in practice here compared to what he was seeing each week. How has he been able to go up against far greater competition day to day here than he did? ever in high school uh, the biggest thing is like I like was talking about earlier a little bit about DJ James he just once he realizes that it's no playoff because every guy he's going against is good no matter how bad somebody else may think they are that guy actually can still run he can still catch he can still run a route or he the guy can still block or whatever the case may be so just simple factors he's knowing that he's not good enough to do a play half speed Every play has to be full speed and that's for everybody on defense and once you go full speed you're gonna get great results how did he assert himself in the scrimmage situation? Were you pleased with kind of how he handled himself out there on Saturday? Um, I've been pleased pretty much with all the guys. They've been all, you know, getting better. That's the biggest thing because some days are not going to be as good or pretty as you would like for them to. But the biggest thing is to learn from the mistake. When a guy makes a mistake and he doesn't learn from it, that's when it's an issue or a problem. But when he learns from it and he pushes forward and he continues to get better, then I am pleased. Does it feel like a change in the camp you mentioned you're looking at Auburn a little bit more is it like a noticeable change now or, or kind of how you perceive the way the practice feels uh, you know the biggest thing is when we go against ourselves we really don't you know scheme ourselves so we don't really watch film as far as like a opponent when we go against ourselves we more watch film to get us better and to make sure we understand the checks and schematics of the defense you know inside out now when you start dealing with Auburn, it's like now you're getting ready for opponents. So you're going to look at what that team particularly does, and we're going to adjust our scheme to fit them and stop them. What have you seen from that wide receiver group in particular, from the Auburn wide receiver group? I mean, just like everybody else we play. You know, they're good, and they're big, they're fast. You know, so it definitely will be a threat and be a challenge for us that we're looking forward to. Seth Williams in particular is a pretty big target. They like to put him in the slot. He's undoubtedly their best pass catcher. What kind of threat does he provide by that? Uh, I mean, to be honest, all those guys look good. When you watch film, I mean, they all can run. They all look like they have adequate size. I mean, of course, just like any other receiving group, some are bigger than others, but they all can play. So, I mean, we're going to have to be on our A game, and we're going to do everything to make sure those guys are prepared to be on their A game. With some of the injuries at receiver, has there been any jockeying to get Daywood some time at offense or see full-time DB right now? Uh, you know, it's always like – like Coach Cristobal said, he's in the business. You know, you got to make sure you can roster manage. And, you know, whatever, you know, decision he makes, you know, later on about our roster, whatever, I know he has the good of the team in mind and the good of the player in mind. So that's one thing that's different here than other places. A lot of guys just do only what's good for the team. But Coach Cristobal is always going to look at what's also good for the player. So it's a good thing to have when a player, I mean, a coach actually cares so much about the player and the team. So he's going to look at both of those options. You know, it's funny. I hear a lot of coaches talk about that balance, right, of when do you focus on the team more but focus on the player. I mean, that's a tough balance as a coach, right? I mean, you, you go in and you recruit a guy and you want him to do his best that he can in the next level, and hopefully there is a next level for every guy that you recruit. That's a tough balance. I like that Dante Williams was talking about that with Coach Cristobal because, I, honestly, that's something that I think is one of the more underrated, difficult facets of coaching is it's not just – Everybody's got to be about the team. You got to win. I mean, there's got to be some about the individual too, because they're going to move on and hopefully have a great career after they're in college, right? I think that's such a tough balance. And man, I got to tell you, I don't know how some coaches around America figure that out. And it's not just in football. I mean, let me use the Dane Altman example for just a moment, 
right? You get a guy in Coach Altman who understands that guys are going to go pro. I mean, when when Bull Bull committed to Oregon, Coach Altman said publicly, "Hey, he's he's probably going to be here a year. I mean, he's got a he's got a bright future ahead of him. He's got the next level in front of him." Would it have been great for Oregon if he stuck around for two, three, four years? Absolutely. But at the same time, in order to get a player of that caliber, you have to kind of understand that the next level is really what they're going for, right? How do you balance that if you're a coach? I mean, honestly, that is, that's got to be the most difficult thing and I think one of the most underrated difficult por- portions of being a coach because you got to take care of the individual, but then ultimately the team's got to win. Otherwise, you might not have a job anymore. I mean, that's just the harsh reality of how it is. And I'm always fascinated by stuff like that and how college sports is just a continually changing landscape. It's fascinating to me. All of our assistant coach interviews brought to you by the Willamette Valley Cancer Institute and Research Center. Fight like a duck with cancer care you can count on. Up next, a quick timeout. Joe Salavea and Keith Hayward jumping in on a few conversations with the Duck associate head coach, defensive line coach, co-defensive coordinator, Coach Salavea might have the longest business card I've ever seen. We're also going to hear from Keith Hayward, co-defensive coordinator and safeties coach. Coming up, stick with us. It's the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. After two years of construction, my wife and I finally moved into our dream home. So when a bathtub fixture broke, causing major water damage, I was glad we had the home insurance protection we needed. How do you know your home is protected? Talk to a country financial rep like me, Nick Simon. We can help you understand your options and select coverages to meet your needs. Then if something happens to your home, you won't have any surprises. Need the right coverage for your home but not sure where to start? Visit TakeSimpleSteps.com or contact a local country representative. When you've got your sights set on a goal, whether it's planting roots, planning your future, or going for the big win, you do what it takes to make it happen. And On Point Community Credit Union can help. We support our community with local banking and lending that unlocks opportunities. Because just like our Oregon Ducks, we play as a team and we win as one too. On Point is a proud sponsor of University of Oregon Athletics. Join in at onpointcu.com. Federally insured by NCUA, equal opportunity lender. More Duck Insider coming up on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Guide Dog Partners bring greater freedom, confidence, and mobility. They are trusted friends that offer new opportunities for social interaction and greater independence. Guide Dogs of America is a nonprofit organization that provides these loyal and loving dogs free of charge to people who are blind or visually impaired. To learn more about Guide Dogs of America, visit our website at guidedogsofamerica.org or call us at 800-459-4843. One in three adults has prediabetes. One in three. That means it could be you, your football buddy, your football buddy, or you, your best man, your worst man, you, your dog walker, your cat jogger. While one in three adults has prediabetes, with early diagnosis, prediabetes can be reversed. Take the risk test at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners.
Joey Mack welcoming you back to Duck Insider, presented by On Point Community Credit Union. A few more assistant coach interviews today. They're always brought to you by the Willamette Valley Cancer Institute and Research Center. Fight like a duck with cancer care you can count on. Coming up, we're going to hear from Joe Salovey and Keith Hayward. Something uh, that was awesome here uh, in the Facebook comment section, uh, Jim McDonald commented this, and I, I want to read it to you for those of you who aren't following along with the comments on the show. Jim said, quote, very classy coach, a player greet man in wheelchair, and Mario stops and talks to him a few minutes. What a great human being. Kudos to coaches and players. Go Ducks. Jim, that's great. Um, you know, I, I noticed that actually when we were playing back the interview, so you could see it in the visual. Coach Cristobal, what he's getting at, he stopped, talked to the fan who was there in a wheelchair for a few minutes, and yeah, I mean, that kind of stuff's awesome, isn't it? And, Jim, I love that you observed that. I love that you noticed that. And I, I should have said something actually about it earlier, but that's well done, Jim. Good stuff. I'm glad that you po- that you posted that. Brad, also, you heard me talking about uh, what the next level is for Bull Bull. You know, it, it is going to be interesting to see a guy, a big man who's got an injury to his foot, man, those guys just fall in the draft boards. I mean, they just do. That's just kind of how it is. But you're right, it is going to be really interesting to see what that upside is. So my old college roommate, who undoubtedly will make way more money than I will because he chose to be an accountant as, as opposed to a broadcaster, he is a huge Denver fan. Like, anything Denver, it's it's all him. He's from Colorado, so we, you know we can excuse him. Um, but huge Nuggets fan, and I don't know that I've ever seen him happier than when Bull actually got picked by Denver. He was thrilled. There's your potential risk-reward, right? I mean, a second-round pick on Bull Bull? <laughs> Give me that every day of the week. I hope that Bull does really well. I hope that he does really, really well at that next level. Uh, coming up, let's hear from Joe Salavea, the Oregon co-defensive coordinator. Said he's got a long business card. The associate head coach, defensive line coach, and really just an overall good guy. Joe Salavea talked to the media just a little bit after practice. So, Coach, here we are, you know, maybe about 10 days or a few days left of fall camp at any rate. Uh, are you about where you want to be with your defensive line unit? Man, we're, we're working in the progress, and, uh, you know, every day is an opportunity to get better coaching-wise and uh, player-wise. So uh, we're just we're in the middle of the grind and trying to get it get it going. So, Coach, that nose tackle depth, talk about uh, what you're seeing out of that, you know, the defensive like nose tackle type position up front there. Man, we got, we got good, good competition going on right now. Hopefully those guys continue to fight and put it on film and evaluate every day where, where they're at. And we have to. Every day is an opportunity to, to get better, and those guys got to make case. It's, it's the old uh, notion of don't tell me, show me. So uh, our film is your resume, so those guys understand that, and they got to continue to compete. Your takeaways from the second scrimmage, do you see any improvements from, from one to two? I thought our fundamentals took a step forward. Those are the things that was going to – help us in, in trying times and we got to continue to uh, cultivate that and harness that and continue to demand that from our guys we do that with our effort and finish i think we, we have a good shot of competing uh, at, at a high level that's joe salvea the oregon defensive line coach associate head coach and co-defensive coordinator the defensive line group for the ducks is actually one of the more veteran units on this team but the irony there is it's also one of the deeper units with all the freshmen that the Ducks brought in. You know, we, we've heard a lot about some of those freshmen, and I'm really curious here over the next few days as the scout team starts to take shape. We're starting to see more and more of what those teams are going to look like, where guys are going to be on this organizational chart, scout teams, et cetera, et cetera. With all that in mind, you might have a few true freshmen that end up being in the two deep for the defensive line, which is pretty cool. But then you got guys like Drayton Carlberg, 
Gary Baker. I mean, they've been around. They can play anywhere on the line. Then you have Jordan Scott. You factor in a guy like Kayvon Thibodeau playing on the outside. It's just at the DN spot, I mean. It's just a very deep group and, honestly, a very versatile group. Drayton Carlberg's a guy that can play any spot on the line, and he's not the only one that can do that. I think that's something Joe Salavea has got to be pretty darn excited about. Uh, finally, we jumped in late on Coach Hayward talking with the media, and a freshman who has been garnering a lot of attention, potentially at that nickel spot. Physically, looks like he's ready to go, Jamal Hill. Keith Hayward was talking about Jamal Hill. We jumped in on the end of his conversation with the media after practice today. Yeah, Jamal is is, uh, is developing you know, himself too, so he's rotating um, in at a second spot. And, uh, I mean, he's doing good. He just, we just got to, I got to spend more time with him, Coach Trey. We all got to spend some more, more time with him to make sure he's still learning the techniques, you know, and just his assignments. At what point do you want to have your two deep set? Well, we got to have some set before we get out there to, uh, to Dallas. Yeah. But uh, at what point? Um, we'll talk about that as a staff. I mean, we're going to make sure no matter what, the, you know, the best 11 is on the field. So, like, for instance, for me, uh, at the boundary safety spot, that may not be set, set. I still got two good guys who are playing good football, and they deserve to be on the field, and they both help the team in, in different ways. How, what are those differences? What are um, communication, you know, uh, productivity, um, you know, helping guys, uh, you know, be better who are or around you by, with your communication. So those are the differences where they, where they differ. Um, but, you know, they're, they're both doing a great job. That's Keith Hayward, the Oregon safeties coach and co-defensive coordinator, met with the media after practice today. Jamal Hill, just to revisit that for a quick moment, he, he's physically a gifted player. I hope that, uh, that Duck fans, you'll be able to see him a little bit more over the course of this season. Every season coach interview brought to you by the Wyoming Valley Cancer Institute and Research Center. Fight like a duck with cancer care you can count on. Coming up next on Duck Insider, we're going to go from football to football. Uh, we've got our scarf. We now have our soccer ball. I have a funny story to tell you when we come back. As Cat Mertz, head coach of Oregon Soccer, is here right after this on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. The game clock is winding down, and so is that plate of piping hot steak nachos. Your eyes are on the last play, but they're also on that last chip, piled high with succulent steak, lending its deep flavor to all the fixins. Just as you reach in, so does your buddy. Game on. Beef, it's what's for dinner. Brought to you by the ranchers and farmers of Oregon and the Beef Checkoff. When that moment hits you, that moment you realize that this isn't just a house, it's the house, your perfect home. When that moment comes, you'll be ready to make an offer because OnPoint makes getting pre-approved for a mortgage the easiest part of buying your home. This is it. Get started at onpointcu.com or drop by any of our neighborhood branches to speak with a local home loan expert. Let's do it. Let's make an offer. Home financing from OnPoint Community Credit Union. Join in. Federally insured by NCUA. Equal housing opportunity. Your daily dose of Oregon athletics. This is Duck Insider from Learfield IMG College. Whoa, long time no see. It's me, the rock t-shirt in the back of your closet. Dude, remember? You crowd surfed in me, man. But you haven't worn me in like forever. I get it, you're retired, but I still got some rock left in me. So take me to Goodwill, where I can really make a difference. Your donations to Goodwill create jobs, training programs, and education assistance for people in your community. To find your nearest donation center, go to goodwill.org. Donate stuff. Create jobs. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. If you love them enough to listen to them practice the same song on tuba... 
please be done. Over and over and over and over and over. Then surely you'll check NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to make sure they're correctly buckled in the back seat. Sounds good, honey. Check today at NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Act Council. Welcome back to Duck Insider, presented by On Point Community Credit Union. So full disclosure, the way that things work here in the <laughs> studio, uh, we're going to be 100% transparent, is we swap a few things out. You know, we've got a soccer ball. We've got a picture of Pape Field up on the wall. We do now because uh, Coach Mertz came in, swapped out the ball for us. We had Coach Ulmer's volleyball still up on display. And then also moved the Matthew Knight Arena picture over to put up Pape Field. It was a really long morning in the studio. And... I neglected my duties. You know, we're all on the same team. You know, we're going to help each other out, and you're going to help me out, my my program out when I need it. But I just thought, you know, we needed to get the (laughs) – no offense, Matt. Love you guys. Uh, We just needed a soccer ball, and – Let's get Pepe up there. I appreciate that. Uh, I like this touch. I think it's a good touch. Thank I you. I, it. I'm glad that I'm glad somebody, Scotty, somebody thinks yeah, so. Yeah, you got the soccer Woo. back here. Like I, yeah. I think it's a good touch. Yeah. Good work. We try to make it, you know, very natural. But there is times when the host and the producer kind of lose track of things. So, what? I appreciate that we are all on the same team. Yeah. Thank you, Coach Mertz. Wow. I appreciate that. Um, how'd the scrimmage go and the exhibition? On, on Saturday. What did you take away against British Columbia? You guys won 2-1. to Got to be happy with that. Yeah, very, very happy. Jeez, um, a lot, lot of good takeaways. Uh, obviously not happy with how we gave up the goal on the ensuing kickoff. Uh, I think we were just so excited that oh. we scored a goal, and oh my goodness, and bam. Um, so that was a good lesson to learn, and, you know, we're going to go and revisit um, – you know, what a big five moment is. And, uh, you know, last year actually we gave up five, I mean, nine big five goals. And so we... Big five goals. And so what I mean by big five are the first five minutes of each half, the last five minutes of each half. Got it. Or the first five minutes after a goal has been scored. And so that has been proven that there's a lot of a goal score during that time. And unfortunately, last year we gave up nine of those. And so we want to be able to reduce that number. So I learned a little bit about that, and we'll we'll kind of hammer home those moments. But as far as, you know, players, um, you know, seeing players step up and playing in, um, you know, different roles and, you know, some of the movement that we've been working on. And like I said before, we hadn't been spending that much time on the attacking movement so this week we really have been doing a lot of that. And so it was nice to kind of piggyback off of that. Um, and I thought there were some good po- points in that. And then we were able to play everyone. So that was also a very, very good uh, thing for us um, because we are so thin as far as our numbers go. How far do you go with evaluating and playing everyone? I mean, you mentioned your, the depth of the team. Mm-hmm. You want to try and play everybody? Mm-hmm. I mean, what's, what's, the, what's the approach this year? You know, if uh, <laughs> if we're playing uh, 22 players that we have healthy on Thursday, that means we're up by a lot. Okay, um, got it. <laughs> uh, so we would like to see that. Sure, yeah. absolutely. But um, in reality, I think you, you know, you have your starting 10, uh, 10 field players. I'm starting 11, so starting 10, if if you will, as far as the field players go. 
And you're looking anywhere between 14 to 16 as far as your depth chart goes, as far as what the substitution patterns look like. Um, you know, early on, we might be subbing a little bit more in the sense of just fatigue factors in, in the back line. Um, you know, it's going to be a little warm in Fresno. I think 102 on That's fine. on Thursday. It's fine. That's fine. 102 is fine. <laughs> it's not. It's a dry heat. That's right. Uh, <laughs> I lived in Vegas. I know what a dry heat is. Um, 102 is still really, coaches, really hot. <laughs> hey, I still was happy. I was like, bring those, uh, you know, northerners in whenever I lived in Las Vegas. So um, so it'll be a good match. I mean, it's going to be a great game. It's going to be difficult. Um, you know, they return a lot of players, Fresno does. But, uh, but f- as far as learning what we were able to get out of, um, I was really happy with the goals, with Allie Cook uh, scoring a great goal and a header. It was off a set piece, and, um, you know, she's been doing that consistently at training every day. She's had some sort of impact or scored a goal within the smaller number of games or a bigger-sided um, game. Um, and then Eden Hardy to get the second goal there. And it was a great little combination with – uh, a freshman, Sophia Vignes, and Jordan Warmdahl, and then Eden be able to put it away. So really happy with that. And then, um, yeah, just need to tighten up some things defensively. Thursday on the road against Fresno State, Oregon soccer season kicks things off. Uh, the Ducks will also play at Santa Clara. They're the number 13 team in the country entering mm-hmm. this. So uh, good test early on. More on that in just a moment. I want to focus on Allie Cook a little bit. Okay. Um, she was a highly ranked recruit coming in. Mm-hmm. Seems like has already made an impact early. We heard from her on media day. She did great, by the way. <laughs> She's a little nervous in front of the camera for the first time. She did great. It just it seems like she's really going to be a contributor as a freshman this year. Uh, we hope so. You know, and I think uh, Allie is such a great young woman. Um, she's got two older sisters that played. Uh, one in Air Force, played college soccer, and then uh, one is currently at Pepperdine. So she's the youngest of three. I think they have a younger brother as well. But as far as the three daughters go. And so I, I feel like she's been able to learn and grow and kind of see what college soccer is all about. And, you know, for her, she did her ACL um, right at the end of her sophomore year oh, really? of high school. And so we kind of were – we committed her early, way early. And we hadn't seen her play in a long time because it took a little bit of a setback with her ACL. And um, we are just so happy about what she has uh, come in and made an impact. And, you know, really it's just um, – she's got – really good feet but she worked extremely hard and her physical size she is extremely strong um and so she's able to screen players and wrap players and use she really uses her body well to get in between the defender and and the ball and um you know and she doesn't take a lot of time to get the shot off she's got a really quick release so we gotta keep her healthy and um you know keep her around the goal you always talk about game changers that's something that i've loved Mm -hmm. with your program can you kind of go back and, and tell us the origin of that phrase? Basically, anytime there's a substitute, it's not a substitute with Oregon soccer under Coach Mertz. It's, it's a game changer. Yeah. Where, where'd that come from? Um, well, I, I uh, might have borrowed it a little bit from Jill Ellis. Um, you know, she's a she's a great mentor of mine, and um, we were just talking about um, people coming off the benches, and I just don't like it. it's called a sub. Uh, you know, we rely in the depth of our team, and in that moment, we need someone to come in and change the game. You know, I mean, that's what the purpose is. You, you know, it's not, we don't have the free flowing substitutions that other sports have, you know, in the first half, you are not allowed a re-entry. So once you come off in the first half, you can't go back on until the second half. So that person coming on, we want them to come in and elevate the game and, and raise the game and change the game. And, 
Um, you know, that doesn't happen if you're sitting on the sidelines sulking or sad or, you know, having a moment within your head. And uh, we need those players to be ready and to be basically on the sideline really um, celebrating our teammates, you know, success and being able to play and make a change. Talk about the depth of this squad a little bit and breaking things down. Uh, you mentioned that you'd like to go maybe 15, 16. Have you got an right. idea of who those right. 15, 16 are right now? You gotta, is, I guess is the, is the competition starting to level out a bit? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, the, the players are, you know, they're understanding that game day is minus two days, right? right. And we travel tomorrow. And um, so I think the everyone is competitive. They, they want to be on the starting lineup. They want to be contributing. They want to be the one that makes a difference. And that's pretty cool to have. And now we have to manage, um, you know, what does that look like? What does that role look like? And be real transparent, um, you know, with these young women because – uh, they they want to figure out how they can help the team. And sometimes that tough conversation is, hey, you know, we see you coming in at the last 20 minutes. And in my mind, I'm like, we need that person to come in the last 20 minutes. And that's the time where you go, bam. And I think sometimes it's hard as young women where they're like, oh, I'm not starting. And you're like, don't place the value on starting. You know, within our sport, it's how do you make that impact? And a lot of time, goals are scored in that last 20 minutes of the game. And that's um, those are those those game changers that we really need to rely on. Um, so those are, the, you know, sometimes the hard conversations to have. But I think once the student-athlete gets it and embraces their role, then it's lights out. Well, and you, I mean, in order to come play soccer here, you're probably the best player on your team until yeah. now, right? Yeah. I mean, that, that's, <laughs> that's got to be a tough thing to kind of, I guess – get to like it's the hardest you've ever yeah. worked but you're not running away as the best anymore right? it is hard i mean these these student athletes are most likely their captain on their team they've started and played every game and they've done this and uh, to come in and understand what that role is that freshman year and so it's a it's a tough year freshman year is really hard and it's not like the other sports where we have a lot of time to really get to know the freshmen and they get to know us and there's three months of a development period and growth period um, it's two and less than two weeks, yeah. and here we go. And so um, as a freshman, as a young adult, I mean, you're processing a lot of things. You're away from home. You're mom and dad. What's that support network? And now you're coming off the, the bench or whatever your role is, and it's a lot to process. And so, um, you know, we work really hard on trying to understand and, and show that everyone's valued all the same. And, you know, I, I love this uh, metaphor. Um, like you get a $100 bill, right? It's nice and crisp. And you crumple it all up, and it's folded, and it's dirty, and it's this. It's still a hundred dollar bill. Yeah, you know, like you're sure. you're still going to take that money no matter how that looks, and that's the value of it. The value doesn't change, and that's similar to our players. The value never changes. You know, they're all on our team, and they all contribute. And um, you know what we've said before: at the end of the day, when we make history and get into the insulated tournament, it's not one person. It's the 2019 women's sure. soccer team made it into the tournament. We hope that the 26th season of Oregon soccer is that magic number. Yes. Yeah. That'd be nice, right? <laughs> that would be cool. Be nice. Coming off the best season in a decade uh, from last year. So certainly the trajectory is on the uphill climb. Yeah. Talk about those freshmen. How many freshmen do you figure to play significant minutes this year? I mean, you, you mentioned yeah, last week you're going to really rely on that freshman class. Just maybe how much are you going to rely on that group? Well, three started against UBC, mm-hmm. um, and I would say there's a handful right behind them that are, are chipping away and saying, you know, look at me, look at me. And so um, that's kind of cool to have. And, you know, Maya Han, 
uh, broke her nose, and so she just actually had it replaced. And so, you know, you, you add her back into the mix, and, and now we have another freshman that is, um, you know, uh, making a push to play big minutes. How about that goalkeeper spot? I know that's a place, <laughs> that's, a place that's close to Coach Mertz's heart. She played She played that position. Uh, you got two that are really battling for it right now. Yeah, they're doing great, you know, and um, it's been fun to watch them play. And, I mean, even at training, I kind of naturally, um, you know, find myself gravitate <laughs> to the back. And, you know, I mean, coaches coach from the different areas and what they're used to. But for me, I do like to kind of stand a little bit behind the backs and, I can hear them and the organization and their presence, and they're just really, you know, saying, okay, you know, let's go. I'm going to make this hard in their distribution. And so um, it's good. I'm really happy with Caitlin Carter. I'm really happy with Charlotte. And at this time last year, I, you know, not last year, excuse me, at the, the spring, end of the spring, I was going, okay, what are we going to do in goal? And, you know, how are we going to keep the ball to the back of the net? And I'm pretty confident with each one. I like that. So both of them are going to play this weekend then, it sounds like. We'll see. All right. Yeah. Not giving away anything. Yeah. Not giving away anything. For all of you Fresno State fans that are tuning in, we're not going to give away anything. No, I'm not going to give any. So what's the schedule like? You guys are headed out tomorrow, and then you're back, uh, what, late Sunday? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, as we said before, flying into Fresno is hard. Fresno's hard to get to. (laughs) Fresno's hard to get to. Um, But we were lucky to get a flight directly into Fresno, so... We'll do that tomorrow, and then we actually have a late practice. Um, so we're going to try to find that tri-tip sandwich. Right. Hey, see? Hey, she remembered. I, I like some tri-tip. They, that, they do that right down there. No doubt. Um, they do it right. Uh, but, no, it's a, you know, it's a busy day, just travel day in general. Um, and then game day, we have such a long time to kill because the game's at 7 o'clock at night. So You'd prefer to play afternoon if you could? No, I like playing under the lights. Really? It's just like. Just a long time. It's just like antsy. Right. <laughs> I mean, you're, you know, it's like we, we got to find something to do, play ping pong or do something. Um, yeah, we and we thought about walking around the mall, but it's 102 degrees, so maybe we shouldn't do that. Uh, mall might be air conditioned. It's an outdoor mall. Never mind. Can't do that. <laughs> Sorry. I tried. I tried. But it's good. And then from there, we'll bus up to uh, Santa Clara and stay there Friday Saturday and then play Santa Clara. Yeah, and Santa Clara is great. You know, uh, Jerry Smith is a legend and has done a great job up there. And um, every year is a you know NCAA tournament team, so uh, it will be a real good test for us right off the bat. Um, you know, I don't know where they are as far as um, you know players. I know they play Texas A&M on Thursday, so they have a big uh, opening weekend as well. Um, you know, and the biggest thing that we just need to go up to and control, and as everyone always says, is one game at a time and ourselves. And I know that's all coach talk, but in the end of the day, that's the reality. Ducks haven't played Santa Clara in eight years, so I have really no history oh, to wow. tell you about. <laughs> yeah, it's been eight years since uh, Oregon and Santa Clara have met on the pitch. Well, it, they're going to come back up here. I don't know when. but It was um, a nothing-nothing tie, if that oh, matters to you. I'm, sure. I'm cheating. I've got my cheat sheet right here All right, cool. in front of me. But, yeah, Santa Clara, good squad. Uh, Fresno State, good squad. The Ducks on the road to kick things off for this season. Uh, safe travels. you got to get the tri-tip sandwich, I'm telling you. Okay. Go doghouse. It's just even if it's just you, Coach. I just I, I'm, I'm gonna go you. get it. Some tri tip. I I can do some tri tip. It's the way to go. It's the way. I to bet go. you, Coach Manny would like it too. <laughs> See? See? Hey, you know, Coach, we're all on the same team. Exactly. Just trying to just trying to share <laughs> as best I can. There's there's one thing that I'm good at. It's recommending places to eat. Perfect. We'll That's take it. probably gonna end up on my tombstone. Good recommender of places. But to you eat. know, it's hard to feed twenty two. 
players sure. and six staff, seven staff, 30 players, 30 travel roster, but we do it. We get you it find done. find a way. We get it done. Find yeah. a way. Yeah. Kat Mertz, head coach of Oregon Soccer. Hey, safe travels. Thank you so much. Thanks for taking the time, yeah. and uh, we'll do it again next week. All right, sure. And hopefully when you're 2-0. and yeah, that'll be awesome. Great sound. I like that. All right, we're going to get a quick timeout. Come back after this. Uh, wrap things up for today. We're almost out of time on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Somebody going to tell you what can be done. For all that you've done. Somebody going to tell you. And for all that you're going to do. On Point is here with the banking, lending, and advice to make your dreams possible. That means easy access to your money at the branch or on the go because you've got a whole lot of life to live. And On Point keeps you moving. So join in. Federally insured by NCUA. Equal opportunity lender. As my family continued to grow, I realized I'd have to replace my beloved Jeep with something that has, well, more seats. I'm Jason Hines, country financial rep and father of seven. Whether you're upgrading from your sporty ride with no room for a car seat or finally replacing your well-loved beater that still has a cassette player, you'll want the right protection for your new car. Work with a country financial rep like me and get the protection you need at a price you can afford. Learn more at takesimplesteps.com or contact a local country representative. You're listening to Duck Insider. Duck Insider on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. What does Meals on Wheels do? They deliver meals and smiles to homebound seniors. But Meals on Wheels does something else. They turn a volunteer's lunch break into a meaningful experience. As small and as simple as the relationship is between a volunteer and a client of Meals on Wheels, it's really so impactful. I never thought that five minutes could make so much difference in the lives of two people, but it has. Drop off a warm meal and get more than you expect. Volunteer at americaletsdolunch.org. That's americaletsdolunch.org. Brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. My name is Bobby. I'm a veteran and lost my leg to a roadside bomb. My victory was going from a wheelchair to becoming a weightlifting champion. I'm Sam. I'm a veteran. My victory was finding a career that I could be proud of. At DAV, we're on a mission, helping veterans of all generations get the benefits they've earned. I'm Cece. My victory was finishing my education. When America's veterans win, we all win. Help us support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. I've just been given some new information. Uh, so to give you some context, as we welcome you back to Duck Insider, presented by On Point Community Credit Union. This studio used to be the football video office. That's actually where it began. Steve Pohl used to work in here. To my right, which there's a door that I, it doesn't really serve a purpose anymore, but I think it's here for, like, fire escape issues, just more than you guys need to know. But the on the other side of the wall, there's the old football meeting room. It's like an old theater. Well, someone just cracked the door open. It was Chris Bjork. He's the boss around here. He's the general manager. And he said, hey, we're going to have a meeting. You've got to be quiet. And so I think that we need to purposely have the loudest segment in the history of Duck Insider segments right now. Right? I don't know how we're going to do that. I mean, but we're, we might have to just find a way here toward the end of things. I do have a couple things, though, to tell you about. Um, if you're just joining us, thanks, Cap Mertz. Uh, we also heard from Ken Wilson, Dante Williams, Joe Salovea, Keith Hayward, all of our assistant coach interviews brought to you by the Wyoming Valley Cancer Institute and Research Center. Fight like a duck with cancer care you can count on. Uh, some big news today. Uh, coach Cristobal did say that Micah Pittman will be out six to eight weeks. Relentless competitor, come back stronger and ready to compete this season. That's Coach Cristobal talking about Micah Pittman. It was good to see Jacob Breeland back at practice today. 
day. He was running around for the Ducks. And the scout teams are starting to get figured out. There were blue jerseys being worn at Oregon football practice today. That means with the scout team, they're starting to play players that are on Auburn's team. And now the Ducks know who the starting quarterback is going to be against them in that game on the 31st. Bo Nix, he named named the starting quarterback for Auburn. The first true freshman to start at quarterback for Auburn since 1946. That's a really long time. How many years is that, Scott? 73 years. Journalism majors can't do math. 73 years. That's a really, really long time. So Bo Nix, a true freshman, going to be the starting quarterback for Auburn. And like I said at the start of the show, when a true freshman starts on a big national stage in his first game at quarterback, it usually goes one of two ways. He's either really, really good or he's really, really not. We'll find out which one it is coming up on the 31st. Can't get here quick enough. Coming up tomorrow, Rob Mosley's going to join us. Uh, also, we'll talk with some defensive and offensive assistant coaches. That's all tomorrow on Duck Insider. Thanks for joining us. I'm Joey Mack. See you tomorrow. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting A Teenager Learning the Lingo Hundo P. Hundo P. Adjective. Short for being 100% sure or certain. As in... If we get a puppy, I'll hundo pee always walk it. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. I am a Senior Corps RSVP volunteer. I build homes and young minds. I build parks and playgrounds. And support our nation's veterans. I build gardens and help families with their finances. I build healthy futures. And organize disaster relief. I'm a builder, and I lead by experience. How about you? Join Senior Corps RSVP. Lead by experience at SeniorCorps.gov. Hey, you! Yeah! Hi, I'm Lenny the Lifeguard. I only have a few seconds during this commercial break to talk to you about reducing stormwater pollution. Everyone loves a good tailgate, but no one likes to see litter on the ground. Litter can wash into creeks and streams, polluting our water. Tailgate or not, always pick up your trash and put it in the proper waste bin. Please remember to hop to it. Protect our water. Because clean water is everyone's responsibility. This message brought to you by Stormwater Mascot, Lenny the Lifeguard. Hi, I'm Chad Greenway. After retiring from the NFL, I've embraced my new role coaching my kids. Coaches may have the biggest impact on a young person's life. Unfortunately, youth sports are littered with coaches that are focused on the wrong things. That's why it's so important that parents can trust who's coaching their kids. Can you trust your child's youth coach? Our Youth Basketball Association made the decision to utilize trusted coaches to train, screen, and educate all of our basketball coaches. Go to trustedcoaches.org to learn more. I'm a trusted coach. Are you? Listening to Duck Insider on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Duck Insider is presented by On Point Community Credit Union. Better banking, local solutions. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Oregon Sports Network.